0: chapter 8 of the magic of oz by l frank baum this LibriVox recording is in the public domain chapter 8 the lie mong eggs make trouble there had been trouble in the forest of gugu that morning chippo the wild boar had bitten the tail off arks the giraffe while the latter had his head among the leaves of a tree eating his breakfast. Arks kicked with his heels and struck Tirip, the great kangaroo, who had a new baby in her pouch. Tirip knew it was the wild boar's fault, so she knocked him over with one powerful blow, and then ran away to escape Chippo's sharp tusks. In the chase that followed, a giant porcupine stuck fifty sharp quills into the boar, and a chimpanzee in a tree threw a coconut at the porcupine that jammed its head into its body. All this was against the laws of the forest, and when the excitement was over Gugu the Leopard King called his royal counselors together to decide how best to punish the offenders. The four lords of the forest were holding solemn council in a small clearing when they saw two strange beasts approaching them beasts the like of which they had never seen before not one of the four however relaxed his dignity or showed by a movement that he was startled the great leopard crouched at full length upon a fallen tree trunk brew the bear sat on his haunches before the king Rango the gray ape stood with his muscular arms folded, and Lou the unicorn reclined, much as a horse does, between his fellow counsellors. With one consent they remained silent, eyeing with steadfast looks the intruders, who were making their way into their forest domain. "'Well met, brothers,' said one of the strange beasts, coming to a halt beside the group. While his comrade with hesitation lagged behind we are not brothers returned the gray ape sternly who are you and how came you to the forest of gugu we are two Mon said Ruggedo, inventing the name our home is in the sky island and we have come to earth to warn the forest beasts that the people of oz are about to make war upon them and enslave them so that they will become beasts of burden forever after and obey only the will of their two-legged masters a low roar of anger arose from the council of beasts who's going to do that asked lou the unicorn in a high squeaky voice at the same time rising to his feet the people of oz said ruggedo but what will we be doing inquired the unicorn. That's what I've come to talk to you about. You needn't talk. We'll fight the oz people, screamed the unicorn. We'll smash em. We'll trample em. We'll gore em. We'll... Silence, growled Gugu the king. And Lou obeyed, although still trembling with wrath. The cold, steady gaze of the leopard wandered over the two strange beasts the people of oz said he have not been our friends they have not been our enemies they have let us alone and we have let them alone there is no reason for a war between us they have no slaves they could not use us as slaves if they should conquer us i think you are telling us lies you strange lie you mixed-up beasts who are neither one thing nor another oh on my word it's the truth protested the gnome in the beast's shape i wouldn't lie for the world i silence again growled gugu the king and somehow even ruggedo was abashed and obeyed the edict what do you say brew asked the king turning to the great bear who had until now said nothing how does the mixed beast know that what he says is true asked the bear why i can fly you know having the wings of an eagle explained the gnome i and my comrade yonder turning to kiki flew to a grove in oz and there we heard the people telling how they would make many ropes to snare you beasts and then they will surround this forest and all other forests and make you prisoners. So we came here to warn you, for being beasts ourselves, although we live in the sky, we are your friends." The leopard's lip curled and showed his enormous teeth, sharp as needles. He turned to the gray ape. "'What do you think, Rango?' he asked send these mixed beasts away your majesty replied the gray ape they are mischief makers don't do that don't do that cried the unicorn nervously the stranger said he would tell us what to do let him tell us then are we fools not to heed a warning Gugu the king turned to ruggedo speak stranger he commanded well said the gnome it's this way The Land of Oz is a fine country. The people of Oz have many good things—homes with soft beds, all sorts of nice-tasting food, pretty clothes, lovely jewels, and many other things that beasts know nothing of. Here in the dark forests the poor beasts have hard work to get enough to eat and to find a bed to rest in, but the beasts are better than the people. And why should they not have all the good things the people have? So I propose that before the Oz people have the time to make all those ropes to snare you with, that all we beasts get together and march against the Oz people and capture them. Then the beasts will become the masters, and the people their slaves." "'What good would that do us?' asked Bru the Bear it would save you from slavery for one thing and you could enjoy all the fine things that oz people have beasts wouldn't know what to do with the things people use said the gray ape but this is only part of my plan insisted the gnome listen to the rest of it we two limon eegs are powerful magicians when you have conquered the oz people We will transform them all into beasts, and send them to the forest to live. And we will transform all the beasts into people, so they can enjoy all the wonderful delights of the Emerald City. For a moment no beast spoke. Then the king said, Prove it. Prove what? asked Ruggedo. Prove that you can transform us. If you are a magician, transform the unicorn into a man. Then we will believe you. If you fail, we will destroy you. All right, said the gnome, but I'm tired, so I'll let my comrade make the transformation. Kikiaru had stood back from the circle, but he had heard all that was said. He now realized that he must make good Rugetto's boast. So he retreated to the edge of the clearing and whispered the magic word. Instantly the unicorn became a fat, chubby little man, dressed in the purple Gillikin costume, and it was hard to tell which was the more astonished, the king, the bear, the ape, or the former unicorn. "'It's true!' shouted the man-beast. "'Good gracious! Look what I am! It's wonderful!' the King of Beasts, now addressed Rugetto in a more friendly tone. "'We must believe your story since you have given us proof of your power,' said he. "'But why, if you are so great a magician, cannot you conquer the Oz people without our help, and so save us the trouble?' "'Alas,' replied the crafty old gnome, "'ah, no magician is able to do everything.' THE TRANSFORMATIONS ARE EASY TO US, BECAUSE WE ARE Mon EAGES, BUT WE CANNOT FIGHT OR CONQUER EVEN SUCH WEAK CREATURES AS THE OZ PEOPLE. BUT WE WILL STAY WITH YOU AND ADVISE AND HELP YOU, AND WE WILL TRANSFORM ALL THE OZ PEOPLE INTO BEASTS, WHEN THE TIME COMES, AND ALL THE BEASTS INTO PEOPLE." Gugu THE KING TURNED TO HIS COUNSELORS. How shall we answer this friendly stranger? he asked. Lou, the former unicorn, was dancing around and cutting capers like a clown. On my word, your Majesty, he said, this being a man is more fun than being a unicorn. You look like a fool, said the gray ape. Well I feel fine, declared the man beast. I think I prefer being a bear, said Big Brew. I was born a bear, and I know a bear's ways, so I'm satisfied to live as a bear lives." "'That,' said the old gnome, "'is because you know nothing better. When we have conquered the Oz people and you become a man, you'll be glad of it.' The immense leopard rested his chin on the log and seemed thoughtful the beasts of the forest must decide this matter for themselves he said go you rango the gray ape and tell your monkey tribe to order all the forest beasts to assemble in the great clearing at sunrise tomorrow. when we are all gathered together this mixed-up beast who is a magician shall talk to them and tell them what he has told us then, if they decide to fight the Oz people who have declared war on us, I will lead the beasts to battle. Rango, the gray ape, turned at once and glided swiftly through the forest on his mission. The bear gave a grunt and walked away. Gugu, the king, rose and stretched himself. Then he said to Ruggedo, Meet us at sunrise tomorrow and with stately stride vanished among the trees. The man-unicorn, left alone with the strangers, suddenly stopped his foolish prancing. You'd better make me a unicorn again, he said. I like being a man, but the forest beasts won't know I'm their friend, Lou, and they might tear me to pieces before morning. So Kiki changed him back to his former shape, and the unicorn departed to join his people. Ruggedo the Gnome was much pleased with his success. "'Tomorrow,' he said to Kiki Aru. "'We'll win over these beasts and set them to fight and conquer the Oz people. "'Then I will have my revenge on Ozma and Dorothy and all the rest of my enemies.' "'But I am doing all the work,' said Kiki. "'Never mind. You're going to be King of Oz,' promised Ruggedo. Will the big leopard let me be king? asked the boy anxiously. The gnome came close to him and whispered, If Gugu the leopard opposes us, you will transform him into a tree, and then he will be helpless. Of course, agreed Kiki, and he said to himself, I shall also transform this deceitful gnome into a tree, for he lies and I cannot trust him. End of chapter 8